0: to stay in shape you have to hit the pavement you have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way many of the same principles apply when it comes to money let's whip that portfolio into shape it's time for financially
1: fit with kyle hammersmith back for another episode of financially fit with kyle hammersmith moving our way through october uh, cruising up on to Halloween here. And we're going to talk about financial mistakes that couples often make on this episode. But let's say hey to Kyle, see what's going on. You Halloween guy at all?
0: My wife more it is because she gets to spend, you know, six weeks looking for costumes for the kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It, well, it's already out.
0: So. Yeah, I know. I think this year we're going to try and do a, a family Oh, costume idea so oh, we'll see how that goes i think fantastic we, we, try, we always talk a big game but then when it comes down to the time uh-huh. we just gotcha. settle for the easy option okay
1: <laughs> all right so you guys uh a, a theme right so everybody's uh whatever the theme would be Yeah.
0: You know. yeah there's four of us this year so we'll see what okay well that's pretty I'll, cool i'll let you know if that happens
1: all right well that's pretty cool well yeah we're about a week or two away or so if I, by the time we're dropping this podcast here but we're going to talk about those uh, mistakes that couples make because i don't know about you kyle but my wife and i we're always always on the same page we never disagree about anything <laughs> i can't even get through that with a straight face <laughs> you know husbands and wives don't tend to be on the same page and especially when it comes to money right that's a huge uh Roadblock for most couples, and I imagine with retirement it can be the same thing. So, if, based on what you see, Kyle, when people come in, let's talk about a few of these things and where couples can, you know, get tripped up. And a lot of times, you have to kind of wear this extra marriage counselor hat, where because sometimes these, you know, folks are talking about this maybe for the first time. You know, in front of you or with you, because they just really haven't been honest with each other, or just haven't even dug into it. So, I got a list here of five things. Let's go through them and see what you uh, what your take is on this. So, uh, let's start with if you're lucky enough to have a pension, making the wrong choice on how to handle the spousal benefit option. I have talked to so many advisors who have actually seen this, where uh, the person just elected the higher amount and didn't choose the spousal benefit, and didn't even talk to the spouse about it. That just seems like bad bad juju there.
0: Yeah, I, I do think on most of those options, if you're not doing a survivor benefit, I'm pretty sure that the other spouse has to sign off on that. They
1: do uh, now. Yeah, I don't think you used to yeah. though. No. Yeah. So,
0: you know, typically there's a lot of factors. You got, you know, is there age gap difference? Is one of the spouses maybe you're retiring earlier. Mm-hmm. That's going to kind of weigh, you know, what direction you should go in. But like making the wrong choice it really all comes down to like you're solving for income so you know that pension amount if you go to your tax return is always going to show up as taxable income federally and if you're trying to do tax planning you know that's something you have to work around so if you take the the single option like the highest paying option is it actually helping you long term short term you know if one spouse dies and you you're losing a social security check. Now the pension check's gone. So, you know, what horse are you riding first? So making the wrong choice, you know, I, I wouldn't say I see it a lot or what would call it a wrong choice, but it's more of like, how does that decision factor into your overall retirement plan? Right. And that's when it kind of comes down to like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like if we're going to do this here, we're going to need less of our investments up front, So we need to invest differently. Or if, you know, we're going to do spousal planning, and we choose 100% survivor benefit, that means we're going to need more out of our portfolios because we're not getting as big as a pension check. So there's back and forth and you kind of have to settle on like what makes most sense for the both of you, not just for one of you.
1: And and it makes tons of sense, especially with that strategy, because it really actually works well for the second piece of this, Kyle, which is the Social Security strategy. Because, again, often this is a huge number. Social Security can be a really big number for many retirees and not coordinating that strategy, uh, whether there's an age gap, not an age gap, whatever the case is. There's a lot of benefits to looking at this realistically and not just saying, hey, as soon as we hit 62, we're turning it on.
0: Yeah. I mean, the first thing I do is I actually teach a class that I've created called social security and taxes and retirement. The first thing I tell people is it's not when you take it it's how you take it. So, you know, obviously the longer you wait, you're going to get more, but that doesn't mean you're maximizing your benefit. So, married couples coordinating this is really that's the single biggest decision you have on like the longevity of your portfolio. And for most households it's going to be a six-figure Hundred thousand, a couple hundred thousand difference. Obviously, if you live a while, you have to live a while. Um, you have to coordinate this correctly because for the surviving, the surviving spouse, one thing most people don't consider is if one of you does pass away and the other one lives a long time, mm-hmm. you're filing from joint to single. And right. Social Security today is what I call tax preference income. It's taxed differently than like your IRAs are and there's different formulas to determine how much of that's taxable. So you definitely need to coordinate the social security. Typically, the higher income earners are going to delay depending on age and you have to kind of figure out the withdrawal plan to maximize that social security check. So, you know, for most households I can run a scenario saying, you know, doing it like this and coordinating your social security can add 7 years of longevity on your portfolio just oh, wow. by Taking it in a certain fashion. Not always, but you know, it does add years of longevity onto your portfolio uh, if you do it properly. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Very good. And so, again, these are some mistakes that couples make, and that's why it's important to work with an advisor. Talk through some of these potential strategies because there are a number of them. It's not just, uh, again, a lot of times we get wrapped up into this, hey, I'm 62, the government owes me, or I want to get it before it's gone, or whatever you know kind of excuse you want to use or topic you want to use. So don't do that to yourself. I mean, it may be the right choice, but find out for sure before you do. And that's the point. So. Uh, Number three here, Kyle, financial mistakes couples often make, not actually just talking about what they want to do in retirement. Do you you see this at your office? Because I know people will say, like in general, sure, we want to travel. Uh, He wants to golf. Well, what does that mean though? Like, have you actually talked about how much, how much travel, how much is he planning on playing golf or going fishing or whatever? That stuff costs money.
0: Yeah. I don't see it too often, but, you know, I would say I see more often where like people are, more afraid to retire because they don't have enough you know activities in the day and they don't want to be bored they want to work <laughs> right time or the Those my wife says things.
1: as my wife says she's like i'm waiting for you to get out of that she's like when we get to retirement i'm terrified i'm gonna have to deal with you all day she's like find something to do you know that kind of thing yeah
0: so i would say couples talked about this but it's not like you have your whole day laid out for what you're going to do in retirement it's more of you have so much more freed up time like right are we going to be spending more money? You know, Probably not, unless you're going to do all types of, you know, if you're retiring and now your kids are getting married and now there's weddings and there's trips and there's all different types of stuff and there's grandkids, you know, everybody's situation is just different.
1: Well, it's easy to generalize that, I guess. And I guess maybe that's where the conversation comes into play saying, okay, you know, um, I don't know, let's say our two kids live in a different state, you know, how often are we going to want to go see them? So not necessarily scrutinizing your every day to the minute, but just kind of getting a better idea of how often, because I've talked with, you know, people where, where the, uh, the grandparents are like, you know, the grandmom's like, hey, I want to try to go once a month, you know, and he's like, ah, that's too much, you know, or that's too expensive. I, we're fine going, at, you know, once a quarter or whatever. So that kind of stuff, right? And then it's important to share that with your advisor, what you're thinking on and what you're planning so that you guys can build a plan and budget and structure, you know, appropriately. And I know nobody likes the B word, so we'll call it a spending plan. But just so that way, you know, you know, just to that point, you're not going to run out of money because you're not going to go hog wild in the first few years or whatever and then set yourself up for failure later. So, it's just worth having those conversations. Uh, number 4, not coordinating the individual accounts. Things like a 401k, IRA to kind of work together. Is this something that gets overlooked? Is this something that we need to pay more attention to?
0: Yes, it, it kind of comes down to your investment plan and making sure your money's invested properly and has a purpose. So, you know, if one husband's doing his 401k and like a, a Roth through you know, an advisor or something like that. And then the wife has her employer accounts and the old one there. And they're investing and they're not really paying attention to it. And there's no actual purpose and time horizon to the money. You know, I'm not gonna say it's gonna hurt you, but it it would be better to have an organized investment plan where you know your money's actually invested. So if there's Roth money you know, Hey honey, we don't need this money for 10 years. Like why are we invested like this? You know, we have a, we can take on more risk. So it's, you definitely want to have coordinating accounts, but it's more like consolidated approach where if you have multiple accounts, you know, the purpose of it and making sure your Roth's not invested in the CD at the bank or something like that. Gotcha.
1: Okay. And the number five risk. Definitely a huge topic of conversation that couples can get into this and and maybe make the mistake. And often we see people where they're in two different veins in life, right? Or, Or maybe they're just two different people totally. One is totally okay, taking risks. And the other one is not so much. And sometimes we even see this where, you know, they're not really being honest with each other and the spouses come in and they're like, you know, we're fine with this much risk. And the other person finally with that mediator, that advisor there goes, you know what? I'm actually not that OK with that much risk or whatever the case is. So you got to get on the same page so that you're both comfortable.
0: This right here is probably the biggest reason why we use a bucket strategy is it allows you to take emotions out of your investment decisions making sure that the couple, both spouses understand when they're actually going to need money and from what accounts and how much. So that way, they're both comfortable with the risk that's associated with the buckets. So understanding that there's going to be bigger, like we talked about in the last uh, podcast, there's going to be a little bit more up and downs for something we don't need for a longer time horizon. But if there's money we're going to need sooner, um, we want to make sure that that risk matches you know, what they're comfortable with so that both spouses are understanding of they're not always like, they're not going to go to sleep at night saying, Hey, this money we're living off of on a monthly income for the next 10 years can drop 30%. Right. So we don't want to be invested like that. Right. So, you know, bucket strategies allow you to kind of take the emotions out of having to sell at major losses.
1: Yeah. I mean, and this is where we got to get on the same page. Like you said, this is one of the biggest ones you see uh, for sure. You know, is that a um, is that a t- difficult challenge for you? Sometimes when you've got people in different spectrums and you got to kind of get them into that same page.
0: I'm more of a visual person, mm-hmm. so when I can visually show somebody the buckets and the dollar amount that's in it, and when you're going to need it and why you're going to need it, that kind of allows people to understand. Versus having a bunch of accounts everywhere saying they're moderate and right. not yeah. really under- not really understanding. Okay, so you know, in the first five years, you know, where's it coming from? Like, what if this happens? Where's it coming from? Where are we too, are we too conservative? Are we too aggressive? Like, do we need to be, the markets are going down. Like, what do we need to do? Um, It it just kind of helps you manage that risk. But I wouldn't say it. Once we can understand that your risk appetite emotionally, what you can handle and financially, what you can afford, that allows you to make better investment decisions when it comes to risk.
1: All right. There you go. So those are some categories, five places where couples often get into mistakes when it comes to their financial decisions and working with an advisor and things of that nature. Uh, And a lot of these are obviously pretty major, pretty simple ones uh, to address, but you got to address them often. And that can be where the sticking point comes in. So reach out, have a conversation with Kyle if you need some help. Uh, Stop by the website, a lot of good tools, tips, and resources there at mocanwealth.com, M-O-K-A-N wealth.com. Again, M-O-K-A-N wealth.com. Don't forget while you're there, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartStitcher, whatever platform you like to use. He's been helping families in and around the area for many years get two and three retirement. So if you need some help, reach out to him. Give him a jingle if you need to as well at 913-257-3991. It's 913-257-3991. But it's easiest just to go to the website. And again, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Financially Fit, with Kyle Hammerschmidt right there on the website. All right, my friend, I'm gonna let you go. Good luck with the uh, with the outfits. We'll see you We'll talk in a couple of weeks. We'll see what you guys did. righty. take care. All right, sounds good. We'll see you next time here on Financially Fit with Kyle Hammerschmidt from Mocan Wealth Management. Catch you next time. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Wealth Management and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subject's It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Wealth Management and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.